1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
2: Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
3: All this time. Me. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host each and every week. Man, I've seen you more lately than ever. Pastor Ken Keltner, Brookside Baptist Church. Good to see you, Mike. It's always good, good to see you, Pastor. Hey, and I appreciate all you do of making
0: sure the, you know we have a guest and for the broadcast with Faith in the Zone, so thanks, Mike. Appreciate
3: you bet, it. and and I I'm really happy you were able to get the headset plugged in today. <laughs> that thing confused you there for a minute, huh? Uh, just half second, <laughs> just half second, <laughs> just a half second. I'm so glad when I catch you in those moments, Pastor. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. You, you never <laughs> let me forget it either. No, because you know what? Nobody messes with you. <laughs> okay, oh, you know, hold on a second. Oh, wow. hold on, oh, Head Pastor what? of Brookside Baptist Church. Man, that's like being on a honeymoon, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to see you pastor. I'm excited our special guest today. Two-time All-American kicker at Liberty University. So he's now the director of high school relations for the Liberty University football program. He is Matt Coach Matt Bevins. Uh Matt, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. Pastor, did you know that I was a one-time All-American kicker? Kicker? kicker no i'm just kidding hey, matt, i'm telling you he talks more matt. smack
0: I, I i bet he would tell you right now he would
3: take you on at the 40 yard line to see if he could hey, put it through the upright I'll, I'll tell you this i used to work for the milwaukee mustangs the arena football team in town for some odd reason i can drop kick like crazy and that's I, like rugby though i know but i used to australian hold on football. hey matt drop kicking is difficult is it not it
1: is not it's something it's a
3: lost art that's pretty impressive I mean, it just means I'm old, then, right? Because <laughs> that I am, and that's and that's okay. For some reason, Pastor, I'm not kidding. Um, I would go out with a guy named Kenny Stucker, who was the kicker for the Mustangs. Before the game, he'd warm up, and then we would have contests. We, you know, bet a little five dollars or something back then. And who could, uh, you know, from this spot on the field, can you drop kick? And I, I, would beat him. And he'd say, "Do you understand in arena football? If you drop kick an extra point, it's worth two points." I said, man, you don't Matt, have a uniform big enough uh, yeah. for me, do you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how how did that not work out then? Because uh, I was a director of sales and marketing, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they I don't think they'd let me out there with my shirt and tie on, and uh, I would not look good with the, with the number that the kickers wear. I got to be in the seventies, sixties, <laughs> that kind of number. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good, Matt. <laughs> they, they number seven would not look good, Matt. What what number did you wear? I was uh,
1: 17 in high school, and then when I got here to Liberty, I was number 49.
3: 49? That's different for a kicker.
1: It's very different. That was one of those where I was a freshman kicker coming in. I was basically a glorified uh, soccer player, and uh, they're like, "Here's your number. Deal with it."
0: (laughs) Well, at 49, at 49, then uh, you had to actually, if something went awry on a kickoff or whatever, you probably had to make a tackle if you had number 49.
3: Yeah, I had a few out there. I had a few. Oh, No, I YouTubed. I saw a couple that you missed. No, I didn't. I I saw the one that carried you off, Matt. That's the one that I saw.
1: It was probably more me running away rather than trying to make an
3: attempt. (laughs) You know, you always hear kickers are a different breed. You guys kind of hang out by yourselves during practice, stuff like that. Is that uh, a myth or is that true?
1: It depends on what you got. I try to be a little bit different, and I like being around people and, and having a good time. So uh, there were times I was mentally trying to get right, but a lot of times out there, probably goofing off more than I should have been.
0: <laughs> what, what was your longest field goal? Uh,
1: in a game yeah. or in
0: practice? Well, p- give me both. Give me both. Okay.
1: Yeah, in practice, uh, I had a
3: 65. Wow. And
1: then my longest in a game uh, was 54. Wow.
3: Wow. That's, uh, you know, on the NFL Network uh, this morning of all time, uh, they replayed the Packer-Cowboy uh, game where Mason Crosby hit two 50-yarders a little bit further to beat them in the playoffs. And both times, and knowing that we're going to talk to Matt today, I had to bring this up, both kicks, if you go back and look at them, the first one to get the Packers up three looked like it was going wide right. And the last second stopped and just went straight. I remember watching that. The next one looked like it was going wide left, and they snuck right in. And uh, Matt, does does a kicker know that? Do you play that um, where you're going to try to kick it out wide right a little bit and have it come back? Kind of like a (laughs) golfer?
1: Yeah, I don't think that's always the intent. I guess it also depends on kind of your circumstances and your surroundings. But usually when you hit a pretty good ball solid, you kind of have a little bit of wiggle kind of like that. It's kind of like hitting a nice, beautiful high draw on the golf course or something like that. So um, I'm not sure if Mason's full intent was to go that far out there, but I think he hit a ball well enough to obviously split the split the uprights. Mm.
0: Hey, Now, Matt, did, were you just uh, a place kicker, field goal, or did you punt too? Uh, Did you do it all or what?
1: Yeah, I did a little bit of everything. My freshman year, I did all three, kickoffs, field goals, and punting, Uh, and then my roommate kind of ended up taking over as a starting punter, and I kind of moved on to do just field goals and kickoffs uh, for Mm -hmm. the rest of my career. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Matt, as a, as a two-time All-American, did you get some looks at the next level? I know we talked a little bit about this um, when we talked a few days ago, but you had an opportunity, at least you were going to have an opportunity to try out for two professional teams, correct?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, I actually had an opportunity um, after I graduated. I was just training and staying in shape. And uh, uh, unfortunately, about a week before I had a trial with the 49ers and the San Diego Chargers, I was out practicing here at the facility on Liberty's campus and uh, tore my quad on my kicking leg, which Mm -hmm. kind of put me out of commission there. And, uh, you know, obviously it was an unfortunate situation. um, But the good Lord has kind of put me in a situation now here at Liberty to where I can kind of reach out to a young Uh, target market of our athletes and recruits and um, hopefully make an impact in their lives
3: yeah we are talking to uh, matt bevins two-time all-american kicker at liberty university he is now the director of high school relations for the liberty university football program matt what did you do prior to this i know you you were at the university but in a different uh, a different uh work environment correct
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, I still worked in the athletics administration here on campus uh, after graduation. I actually uh, worked about four and a half years in the athletics administration office under compliance, so I had a lot of experience with NCAA rules and regulations and uh, all that all that fun stuff.
3: Boy, those are changing like on a daily basis sometimes, aren't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. They're constantly changing, um, and obviously it's a it's a revolving door that's always constantly moving.
3: Hey, we, we've had twice on this show Dr. Ed Gomes from Liberty, and I'm telling you, he is, is enjoyable of, of a man to listen to and have conversations with um, on this show. He, he just brings it and really um, great enthusiasm uh, for the football program in Liberty University. Is he as good a man as I think he is?
1: Oh, 100%. He's one of my one of my best friends here on staff. And uh, he was so special to me and and played an integral part in in my career here at Liberty is that uh, we were fortunate enough, my wife and I, um, he actually married us uh, Mm. back home uh, in Virginia Beach, uh, Virginia. So uh, he was so um, important and and, important. And vital in my life that uh, I trusted him on our wedding day, and uh, he's been a great friend from from there on out.
3: Hey, Man, let's and, and you t- uh, just mentioned a little bit. Let's talk about where you grew up and and uh, how you got to Liberty University. I was reading a couple of uh, a couple of articles, doing some prep work uh, for this, and at one point I think you thought East Carolina was the team, the school that you were going to go to, and uh, and and how you were comfortable and had a good relationship with with then head coach Skip Holt. Um, But let's talk a little bit about where you grew up, where you went to high school, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in uh, Newport News, Virginia, which is in the Tidewater part of Virginia on the East Coast, about uh, 30 to 40 minutes away from Virginia Beach. And I was born and raised there and uh, grew up, went to Warwick High School there in Newport News, Virginia. And uh, again, grew up playing soccer and really didn't get into football until ninth grade, the um, head coach at the time, Coach Tommy Riemann, um, was the head coach there at the high school at the same time Michael and Marcus Vick were there. And uh, Coach Riemann actually came out to uh, one of my soccer games and mentioned that he loved for me to try out on the football team and try to give kicking field goals a go. And you know, I said, hey, why not give it a try? And the rest was history. So,
0: Well, I, uh, Matt, what positions do you play in soccer?
1: I was a forward striker.
0: Oh. Go I mean putting it in the net or putting it through the upright, right?
1: Exactly. I I had by the time my senior year, I was putting probably more over the soccer
0: goal.
3: Hey, well, it happens to Lionel Messi too, so don't yeah, th- right. don't worry about that. We I, we I was coaching basketball at a high school here in uh, in town a while back, and and the football team was looking for a kicker, and they went to the soccer team and and talked to the soccer coach, and and they got a young man named Mariano Luna. Who uh, was a big time soccer player, and he came out and and his junior year he kicked. His senior year, um, he said, "Hey, can I play some free safety? Can I?" And they, <laughs> so they they had him kick, and he played some cornerback, and he got a Division two scholarship as a cornerback because he was he had great feet and he could guard people, and and he was a tough kid. And he ended up playing college football, all from the football coach again asking a soccer player to come kick. And he, uh, he ended up having a decent college career. So, you know, you soccer boys, some say you're not tough enough to play football. I don't say that, Matt. You know, some of these other guys say that, but I don't think that's the case. Did you know then early on in your high school career um, that, that football was going to be a way that, uh, that you, would, you would probably play that in college?
1: I didn't, to be quite honest with you. I mean, my, my passion was always the game of soccer, and uh, I enjoyed it so much that I thought I was going to go on and play college soccer, but uh, my dad, he actually grew up a basketball and football player, so he was always a big football fan, and uh, he just continued to push me in that direction and just continued to kind of thrive in both soccer and football and kind of see where the path led to, and it was fortunate enough to kind of give me some opportunities out of high school to play football and having uh, several Division One offers out of high school, so that's where the money was, and I uh, kind of went with it, and it obviously panned out pretty well for me.
3: You're still a soccer fan? Fan?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
3: Yeah, wait. I, I also worked for a soccer team here in Milwaukee. And He's done and it all. He's yeah, I worked. All. I worked for indoor and outdoor soccer. And when when I went to outdoor, I would leave at halftime of every for the the first year I worked there. And the head coach was a guy named Bob Gansler, who was also the a World Cup coach for the United States years prior. And he said, McGivern, why do you leave at halftime? I said, Man, outdoor soccer is like watching paint dry for me. <laughs> <laughs> and in the in the off season oh, his his where he would cut watch film was right downstairs from my office and he would call and say what are you doing he said, nothing. What's up? He said, Come down, I want to show you something. And he taught me the game of soccer. Hmm. He taught it to me and and I fell in love with it. It's an it's a beautiful sport when played correctly. And there's a lot of similarities to basketball, I think. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. A lot. Yeah. Hey, Matt, we're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, we're gonna talk to you a little bit about, about your journey and, and your faith and how it's affected your life professionally and personally. We're talking to coach Matt Bevins. He is the director of high school relations for the liberty university football program also in 2009 2010 was an all-american as a place kicker for liberty university pastor i love the fact that this school that this is where he kicked at and he's working at the school that tells me a lot about what the school thinks of him, and certainly what he thinks about the school, and I'm sure later in the show we'll get, uh, we'll get into his thoughts on, on the great job that Liberty University does. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, <laughs> The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, who told our special guest a great story about soccer during the break. That was great. It was, yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute. We are joined our special guest. He's the director of high school relations for the Liberty University football program. Two-time All-American kicker from Liberty. He is Coach Matt Bevins. Hey, Coach. Uh, the second segment. We love to talk about you know our our guest faith and how it's affected their lives. We want to talk a little bit about um, your. T- if we can ask for your testimony, talk a little bit about your walk, and we've got some questions after that. But if you can share your testimony with us. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Again, thanks for having me and uh I'd be more than happy to kind of share that with you. I uh you know, I grew up in a in a great home um I just kind of growing up and had uh, great parents uh, and had one sibling my sister and a uh, great family and um my grandfather I would probably say is kind of the the, the rock of the family in regards to the spiritual life of everything um, my grandfather and my grandmother kind of got me into a local church and kind of went through you know the, the standard Sunday schools and all that um but it, it wasn't until uh my freshman year in in high school uh in which I kind of got involved with Young Life. Uh that kind of started up at our high school, myself and another friend of mine, Sean Dryvis. We 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 started up uh, Young Life at our school, we kinda got in with the right people and um we actually went to a camp uh, in Virginia here called Rockbridge and uh we were actually at this camp and uh we had gone and the first time I had gone we were kind of listening to this segment that they had one night and um they kind of you know kind of Preached the gospel to us and kind of showed us what it's like to have a relationship with Christ and, and what it means and what it represents. And, um, I don't know, at some point that night, it just kind of triggered my my thought process. And they actually sent us off that night for about 20 minutes and it was pitch black, dark outside, outside in the mountains. And I just, I just went taken off this mountain. I went straight up this mountain and kind of got about halfway there and just kind of laid there. And, um, I don't know what it was, and obviously now that I do know, is obviously God's present. But uh, I, d- I just started crying, and I just kind of fell apart, and, and, and I was just trying to figure out what was going on and um, what were some things that I needed extra in my life while I was missing that one component. Um, obviously, it was Christ being in my heart. Hmm. And uh, what I, I sat there and just was talking, and, and I said, God, if, if you're real, if you truly are real, and you're what, what people say you really are, please send me a sign. And sure enough, I'm looking up in the sky and I see a shooting star shoot right across my face. Hmm. And right at that point, I just continue to kind of break down even more and realize that, hey, there's a higher being out there that's worth pursuing. And uh, that's obviously God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So that's kind of how I came to know Christ. And at that point on, I I, I lived for Him. And and obviously, you know, we all have our daily struggles, and and we all fall short. But uh, having that component of Christ in my heart and asking Him to be my Lord and Savior was a special moment in my life.
0: Now, that's a special moment for anyone who's ever made that decision. And, Matt, that's great. And you're not the first one I've talked to, Matt, that said, Hey, God, if you're there, uh, I I can't remember, Mike, if I've ever told you, but I was at a mall out in Colorado and we'd been talking to people and got back to the car. And the fellow I was with, he's a vice president of Wells Fargo Bank, he said, Oh, yeah, I've never seen you get rejected. I want to see you get rejected. I said, Oh, okay, you want rejection? Here comes rejection right now. Let's come on, come follow me. And I always apologize to all the ladies, and my wife hates this story, but I said, you know, I said, Chet, I'm going to find a middle-aged woman, and I'll ask her if I can ask her some questions. She's going to reject us, so hang on tight. Here we go. And I saw this woman come out of the mall, and she, you know, lit her cigarette up, and I'll go walking up to her, and and, uh, I said, hey, ma'am, my name's Ken. I'm with Chet and Susie here. We're just asking people some questions about what they believe about the Bible. And I'm thinking, she's just going to tell me to get lost. And she looks up, and she says, really? Ask me whatever you want. So then I had to find my questions because I, I I was kind of the the Lord popped my my uh, my balloon there thinking I knew what I was talking about, and I asked her a question, and she told me uh, she had uh, she knew she would probably go to hell, but she told me that what she would say to God is that I'm a dirty rotten sinner and that I can only go to heaven because of the blood of Jesus and I trusted Jesus as my Savior. I go, ma'am. You, you, uh, she goes, no. Let me tell you something. She said, I'm here picking up my son. He's he's doing laser tag. And I just came out, man, I'm miserable. And I looked up in the sky and I said, God, if you're real, you show yourself. And she said, here it is. Five minutes later, it's like the spiritual swat squad <laughs> dropped right out of the sky. So we, we weren't a shooting star necessarily. But uh, I've heard several people make those kind of requests to the Lord and see what, the, see what God does in bringing someone by or... Letting people know, hey, God is real, and uh, you know I don't know if you saw the recent movie. It's probably kind of old now. About God's not dead, talking about the movie on it's the a great movie, gym. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, powerful testimony, Matt. Thanks for sharing it, and that you uh, you know you're on your way to heaven. That's yes,
3: absolutely. That is absolute. We are talking to coach Matt Bevins. He's the Director of High School Relations at Liberty University for their football program. Matt, did, how did your life again, you were young, a freshman in high school. How did your life change uh for you after that 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 uh, moment?
1: Well, I mean, it it changed uh, just kind of think kind of overall just kind of my my thought process on a daily basis. Uh, I think there was always um, I'm a competitive person. Uh, I always tell people that I'm very particular and I'm never satisfied with kind of the daily things. But there's always that extra component or the extra edge that you're looking for. And um, I think from that day forward, uh, I found that, that, that component and that extra edge and kind of just gave me just kind of armor to kind of go day to day in my in the way that I operate, the way that I treat people, um, just kind of the way that I handle things. Um, and just kind of gave me that extra... Armor, if you will, to kind of move forward with my everyday life.
0: Hey, man, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm sure you went back and and told your grandpa uh, about this decision you'd made. You know, your freshman year.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh,
0: I bet. I bet he was elated. Was he not? Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, he was super excited for me, and uh, my family was super excited for me, and and, and you know, it just kind of gave me that that platform. You know moving forward. And and even, you know, in high school and, you know, I was a significant athlete, both soccer and and, and football, but it also kind of gave me that platform as well to kind of express that uh, at the high school level, uh, you know, when I was, you know, 15 years old and uh, and, in hopes of trying to continue that that path for other individuals and uh, our Young Life group ended up growing significantly at the high school and um, several, uh, you know, handful of my friends and I'm kind of going through the same process and kind of getting saved that way through the Young Life camp, um, which was obviously super exciting uh, by the time we, got, we graduated.
3: Hey Matt, as as a high school athlete, who um, you know, it sounds like you you were willing to get up on the mountaintop a little bit and talk about your faith and 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 you know how it's changed your life. Most kids, pretty accepting of the message that you were trying to give them.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say. Um, I, I think the area that I kind of grew up in, it probably wasn't the the best area, if you will. Is, um, and so I you get a little bit of both. You have some, some kids that are pretty open to it and, and uh, willing to kind of listen and hear it out. But then you kind of have the, those on the other end that are pretty against it or they kind of grew up in a home that just kind of never, um, relayed that. And sometimes when that information kind of comes new to folks, they kind of put their guard up. Um, but you know, my, my role, or at least my thought process was just to continue to live my life every day that the way the Lord has given me and, 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 you know, kind of provided me, and um, you know, hopefully by, by works and by attitude, um, those things will come to fruition and, and hopefully pay off and kind of give an example to those uh, that were around me.
0: You know, Matt, uh, I've, I have I've not really met very many people uh, who the first time they hear that, hey, you're a sinner, Jesus died on the cross for your sins, I haven't heard a lot of of, of first-time people, that's the first time they ever heard of that said, man, this is what I've been looking for, and it's usually uh, they hear that message, and, and, and that message of, of the gospel starts to continue to work on their heart and lives. And so uh, you might not know till you get to heaven, you know, some of those that didn't forget about you in high school and, and the message that you shared about Christ. And uh, so it could be a, a wonderful reunion one day to, to, to our surprise, even when we get to heaven, to see who came to know Christ.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Matt, when uh, when you get a chance to, and we're going to get into the next segment, what the Director of High School Relations at Liberty University does, but if you get a chance to talk to some of these high school kids, um, and I don't know if they ask you much now about, about your walk and, and, and how it all started. But are they, the kids that you're talking to, if they're thinking about coming to Liberty University, I would assume that they understand the type of university it is, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think a majority of individuals, probably 90% of the people that come to our campus kind of realize uh, what Liberty University stand, stands for as far as being the largest evangelical Christian university in the world. And um, I think that when people come onto campus, they obviously do have uh, that thought process, especially the parents. Um, and the parents are really the ones that are a little bit more mature, if you will, to kind of recognize those features and what the university stands for. But obviously, it's my role and, and the role of some of our coaches to kind of continue to expand on that when they get here. But then also show the example why they're here on campus and just kind of, you know, just through interactions and you know how we talk to each other, the type of music that we're playing in the in the facility and stuff like that. Um, I think that's when it really comes to fruition as far as what they see when they get here to campus at Liberty.
3: Man, I can't imagine that that many of the high school players understand how good of a football player your head coach was, but I've got to believe that some of the parents remember that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Coach Gill is a phenomenal individual. I'm very fortunate, to obviously, work with him, and um, he, he's definitely uh, he's definitely a figure out there, especially for the parents. And we've had many a parents kind of come through and more starstruck for seeing Coach Gill. Um, but obviously, Coach Gill is super humble, and uh, he tries not to to bring that attention onto himself. But uh, definitely serves as a as a great figure for our, for our program, and uh, it's definitely fortunate enough to work with Coach
3: Gill.
0: Yeah, I remember I remember watching him at Nebraska. Um, he was he was something else. I, Mike, have we had him on? The- we have
3: not no we've yeah. reached out a couple of times but um, I have not had uh, we have not been able to get him on oh, I, I would love to do that one day and and uh, I know that uh, uh, that Ed Gomes was going to try and I've reached out to the SID there a couple of times but know that uh, being the head football coach at Liberty University is is uh, it's a big job and and I know he's busy but one day in the offseason if there is such a thing for him uh, we'll try to get Turner Gill on because he uh boy uh, anybody who watched him play he was just dynamic on the on the football field he was really good and and it was a, a pleasure to watch him
0: and the thing I remember it was uh when they won the national championship uh, in a bowl game back then uh, I just remember him Given praise to Jesus Christ for what he'd done and how he directed in his life. So, you know, th- and, and this is part of why we came with this broadcast, Faith in the Zone, because we we don't want to take the mic away from people when they start talking that way. And I remember watching that on national TV as soon as he said that. Alright, we got to get to a break.
3: <laughs> yeah. They, they, they would have given him another 10 minutes if you want yeah. to talk about the game. Yeah. But as soon right. as he said, hey, let me tell you where the credit goes. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. He is co Coach Matt Bevins, director of high school relations for Liberty University for their football program. Also, two-time All-American kicker, 2009-2010. And uh, again, I I love the fact that he is still working at where he, uh, where he went to college. That says a lot about him as a young man and, and a lot about uh, this university. And we'll continue our conversation with him on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Uh, welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest, he's the Director of High School Relations, Liberty University Football Program. He is Coach Matt Bevins. Hey, Coach, can you tell us a little bit about um, what you do? That that job title is not something that I've come across very often.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a new new kind of trending title, if you will, in, in Division One athletics. But I wear a lot of different hats. Um, one of my main responsibilities is kind of coordinating the daily recruiting operational and logistical processes for our university uh, as far as our football program. And obviously, I kind of help with coordinating and supervising and planning our official and unofficial visits when we bring prospects to campus um, and just kind of setting everything up on that end. And then some additional stuff kind of serve as a liaison between all of our administrative Departments on campus, whether it's strength and conditioning, academics, sports medicine, uh, you know, compliance, housing, financial aid, and then kind of just help coach Gill with some roster management issues that we have, and then also kind of scholarships, cost of attendance, tracking and uh, kind of all that fun stuff. And i also touched a little bit on some social media and kind of help drive the social media accounts and get some content to it and just kind of build some hype for our football program. So I wear a lot of different hats. I know it's kind of a lot in just a little snippet, but I uh, wear a lot of different hats, and it definitely keeps me busy.
0: Well, I, I would think, Matt, uh, from Coach Gill's perspective as a compliance officer, I mean, wow. I mean, like, like if a, a recruit comes on campus, I mean, you can't – I mean, can you give them a T-shirt from Liberty, or is that – uh, a no-no with NCAA. Yeah,
1: that's guy. a no-no. Yeah, it's a no-no. Yeah. They're going to have to purchase one by themselves. Uh, yeah, at
0: their bookstore. I, so. I, I mean, it's just things that you know you normally hey want to say thanks for coming. You know, we want to get but you can't do that. And I mean, someone has to really be up on all that stuff. Or next thing you know, you're reading about. About your school and your football program, you know, in the news or hearing
3: it on ESPN. Remember the old yeah. SMU program years oh, ago? Oh man, the, the death. death sentence! Yeah, no doubt. Hey Matt, when uh, when you get a chance, to, do you then get to talk to some of these high school kids, or are you more in the background coordinating for the, the recruiting coaches to do that?
1: Now, usually once, uh, obviously I will coordinate on the back end of it, but uh, once they get to campus, I'm kind of a focal point as far as just kind of explaining kind of Liberty University football program, what it represents, and also having knowledge of the actual institution itself. So I kind of handle really all of the questions that come um, from high school kids, high school coaches. Um, as well as parents as well, so I'm kind of you know the, the say all um, as far as starting it off and then kind of going through the process of answering questions when they're here on campus, and kind of wrapping things up as well.
3: Man, what a perfect guy to have in that role, right? I mean, you've yeah. been on campus, you've you you got your degree there, two time acad- or two time all American um, as a kicker. And and then the the client side with with knowing the rules with the NCAA, you're able to kind of walk these kids through your journey. I would think as far as what that university has meant to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of making me a jack of all trades, if you will, and kind of gave me some good experience uh, on the you know obviously being a student athlete and kind of knowing Liberty football. And obviously some experience in the athletics administration and kind of how the administration process operates from top to bottom. And then obviously now back into the football realm of it and just kind of bridging the gap between all of those and uh, kind of serve as a good resource and representative of our football team.
0: Hey, Matt, how did the team do last year?
1: Uh, we did well uh, last year, and uh, you know, now we're uh, we're kind of going into our transition. We we were uh, co-champions for the conference for the Big South Conference. Um, now I've won eight of the last ten years, uh, so got a lot of jewelry, uh, which is great. And then obviously here moving forward, we're going to be moving into our two-year transition period um, for FBS and we'll go FBS independent. So we're kind of got some, uh, some opponents from all around, uh, here in our near future. So, um, be, we're pretty excited about the yeah, that.
0: That sounds like that could be huge. Uh, who, who's kind of your rival?
1: Well, uh, before it was, I would probably say it was Coastal Carolina, but Coastal Carolina has now moved on to the Sun Belt Conference, and uh, we're kind of obviously moving into the FBS Independence. So, to be quite honest with you, I think we're kind of open for a rival here in the future, and, uh, and as we kind of transition to the FBS and compete at the highest level, um, hopefully we can maybe kind of get an in-state rivalry going with someone. Someone that comes to mind could possibly be Old Dominion. Uh, they're about three hours east of us, and uh, they're in the FBS Conference as well, and uh, maybe they could be someone that we can kind of start a rivalry with.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe probably. another independent team would be uh, Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hey, shoot high, hey, uh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah the, the Baptist versus the, the Catholics. Uh, from President Falwell <laughs> or, you know, was always the, to be, you know, um, you know, at that level.
0: Notre he Dame, wanted him at that level.
3: Team. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's uh, that would be fun. That you know, I could market that game. Have you seen on ESPN yeah. the Catholics against the, yeah. the convicts? Yeah, 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 that, yeah. those, yeah, that those guys were not. They were. <laughs> they sold a lot of shirts, but were not happy. They you know, now they're feeling really happy. guilty <laughs> about it and and stuff like that. We could do the Catholics against the Baptists or something, yeah, there you right? Go. That that yeah. would be awesome. Hey Matt, when when you were um, when you were playing the The transition from high school to college for you as a kicker, you know, I'll, I'll ask point guards or you know guys that play quarterback, running back. Was there a big transition as a kicker from the high school game to the college game?
1: Uh, I think the speed is kind of one thing, kind of the speed of the overall operation between snap, hold, kick. And then, obviously, in high school, they they give you an opportunity to kind of kick off a block. You can get like a one-inch block or a two-inch block. And then once you get to college, you actually go to kick off the ground. Um, So that was kind of a slight adjustment going from high school to college. Uh, But I think the big thing was kind of just the speed of everything um, was just kind of picked up and kind of uh, elevated everything. So a little bit of difference, not too much. Kicking and punting is kind of one of those things where you just kind of have to just be a master of your craft. And uh, if you just kind of mind your own business, if you will, as far as your craft, you can usually be pretty successful. So,
3: hey, you had talked about social media a little bit earlier. Uh, I do all of our high school um, shows here on, at at one hundred F in the fan. And a couple of years ago, we had a an assistant coach from uh, he was from Southern Miss that was in in the market. We had him in studio, and his one of his jobs was to on on Thursday. The coaching staff would give him a list of about fifty players they had interest in recruiting. His job was to to find their Facebook pages, find their the the ones they think are hidden. You know they have the one out where they're at church and the and the other secondary one. Where they're at, you know, on the beach with a keg or whatever. And he said, Look, I, I, I'll spend three days tracking these guys down on all social media uh, parts, and I'll give our coaching staff the list back. And normally, out of, let's say they give me a list of 50, normally 25 to 30, I've marked off and said, I'm not sure these are guys you're looking at. Uh, do, do you guys do a pretty good job of, of tracking these guys on, on social media?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's an ongoing process, but one of the unique things I would see about Liberty University is, you know, being the largest Christian university in the world and kind of having that dynamic. Um, social media does tell us a lot about uh, these recruits and these type of kids and kind of the kids that we're looking at. Uh, there could be a great athlete on a board there that we may find on social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, but just the content that they post alone will sometimes really kind of tell a story and kind of give a, an idea of what kind of kid they are. And uh, sometimes they can kind of hurt themselves in the Process and posting some inappropriate things. And, uh, you know, obviously we're looking for guys with, with high character and good grades. And uh, those little things can give us little tidbits about these kids, and kind of help us save time if they're posting some bad content. We know they're not going to be a fit at our university, so mm-hmm. if we can find that they're not a fit off the beginning, it kind of helps simmer down some things on our end from the recruiting aspect. But it's definitely something we do utilize, and uh, kids got to be very careful what they're putting out there these days.
0: Yeah, and uh, then when they come, let's say they get accepted, they come, they be, and they're part of the team. And is that kind of where? Uh, Coach uh, Goins comes in where he works with uh, the, the spiritual challenge to these guys.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, Coach Gomes will kind of uh, link up some individual meetings with these guys and kind of get them on the schedule and um, have them meet with them on a weekly basis and just kind of see where they're at from a spiritual standpoint. And, and uh, you know, we realize that not every person, you know, um, is going to be here that's saved off the bat, but obviously our intent is to get them here and kind of show them what that life is, uh, the type of life that you live with Christ in your heart, and um, obviously kind of continue to meet with them and, and see how they grow as a person so that way when they graduate from our university they're going on to be champions for christ
0: Yeah, i bet you have some great stories of seeing guys that came there to, to play football and and went out with a passion to to serve the lord
1: yeah absolutely there's guys that uh when i got here as a freshman i, I thought were so far out of it and uh for them to kind of come full circle by the time they graduated and um got married and uh, have children or starting families, and just kind of really being that uh, that light in the world. It's very special. Very right. special.
0: Uh, I, does Liberty have some uh, some guys that are in the NFL right now?
1: Uh, we do. Currently, we have. Um, Walt Akins, uh, who's for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Rashad Jennings has kind of been floating around, actually the most recent winner from Dancing with the Stars, if that's what you're into. Uh, but <laughs> Not but Rashad me. was the guy that was with the uh, New York Giants this past season. And um, those are kind of really our two our two main pieces there. we got a couple guys kind of bounce around here and there. But as far as currently, those are our two guys that are in the NFL.
3: I had him on my fantasy football league a couple years ago.
1: You probably did.
3: Yeah, I did. did. Yeah, Yeah. I think I cut him and tell him I'm sorry. (laughs) Tell him I'm sorry. Just wasn't performing the way I needed him to perform. Hey, real quick before we get to a break, uh, did you meet your wife at, at school there?
1: I did. that. My wife and I were actually high school sweethearts. Um, We we started dating in 10th grade, and we dated all the way through high school, and she ended up coming to Liberty, and we got married after graduation. So um, growing up, my my sister and her sister were best friends, and they kind of got us linked together. And um, sure enough, we started dating in 10th grade and dated all the way through, and and we got married after we graduated from Liberty.
3: So, Matt, I'm quite a bit older than you are, but my sister and my wife's sister are best friends. And wow. we we started dating the day after we graduated from high school. That's she awesome. she called and asked me out. She doesn't remember that part of the story oh, as well man. as I do. Oh, boy. She call- I'm just telling you, it is what it is. You can, you can, you can. I'll yeah, have to. Ask you ask that, her. Man. She called I'll and said, "Michael, that. you know how she? Oh, Michael, yeah. you're going out with me. I think that's. Oh, I'm pretty I- sure that's I- how. I don't know about that, man. She was the captain of cheerleading, man. Of course, she was gonna call and ask me out. Hey guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll finish up. He is uh, just a really good young man doing good work. Uh, He is Coach Matt Bevins, director, high school uh, relations for the Liberty University football program, two-time All-American kicker. Sixty five yarder in practice. In practice. And you always like to ask guys their, their favorite big their favorite memory. Yeah. And yeah. we're gonna ask Matt about okay. that. Yeah. Best kick, and then maybe one that uh, didn't go quite as well as he had Wide hoped. Wide right. Wide right. <laughs> and we're not talking to Bobby Bowden now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue with Matt on the other side of the break. This is faith in the zone on sports radio one oh five seven. FM the fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church, our special guest for the entire hour. He's Coach Matt Bevins, Director of High School Relations for the Liberty University football program, two-time All-American kicker at Liberty University. Matt, you guys, uh, we found out during the break that you're a big Packer fan. So I like you even more than I did before we started this interview. <laughs> Man, you're a cheese I'll send you a cheese head if you need one, Matt.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually short on a cheese head, so yeah. that would be great.
3: Yeah, I'll get <laughs> I'll I'll pop one in the mail. I've got a couple at home I could send I can send out. Um, y- you know, Pastor, you always like uh, to talk yeah. about guys, you know, their, their memories. Yeah, yeah, so four years at Liberty University or your high school days, Matt, when you when you close your eyes, if you think about one or two Scenarios on on uh, either playing in a great location or, or kicking a game winner stuff like that. What comes to mind for you?
1: Well, I think two things, both on a good end and on a bad end. I'll start with with the bad end. My, my first uh, first game, uh, my college career was at a home game here at Williams Stadium, and uh, I went out there to, to kick a field goal, and literally my first first collegiate attempt, and it got blocked off the edge. And uh, the opposing team scooped up the ball and was running down towards the end zone. So me being a you know, 6'2", 175-pound stick, decided I think it's a good idea to run down the field and chase someone down. Well, sure enough, someone just laid me out from the side. I bounced off the turf and kind of ran to the sideline. And the first thing the head coach said to me at the time was, Welcome to college football. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, who,
0: who, I, was it, who was it uh, against? Do you remember?
1: Uh, it was a, it was against uh Glenville State. It was a Division 2 team. It was kind of a home opener against Division 2 team and uh I was put into a different world and uh I that's kind of when I realized all right, well, it's Division 1 football. We have time to kind of strap up and and be ready to go. So, um and then sure enough uh 2 weeks later, uh, we actually traveled to Ohio opened uh, and played with uh against Youngstown State. And um, I actually, right before the game, uh, the head coach came to me and said, you're going to take care of all the kickoffs and all the field goals this game. I said, yes, sir. And uh, sure enough, that game, towards the end of the game, we were driving down the field, three seconds left to go on the clock. I went out there and, and uh, kicked the game-winning 26-yard field goal. And um, and my parents were both there and made the trip to Ohio uh, from Virginia. And it was obviously a very special moment. And uh, from that uh, moment forward, it was it was history. So,
3: Man, that's that's awesome. Did you do you remember um, you know a minute before that what what you were feeling on the sideline stuff like that?
1: Oh yeah, I actually I guess I can tell you guys this. But I was actually sitting there warming up in, in my net there on the sideline, and right where the kicking net was is right where the student section was at Youngstown State. And, um, and and they're just you know they're just ripping me. They're screaming. They're yelling the whole time. And I take a practice swing, and for whatever reason, I don't know if I was just that nervous or what, but my my plant foot slipped up from under me, and I just kind of landed square on my back. And uh, you know I'm a I bet, I bet they went crazy. You know, kid. Oh, that that was even more you know ammo for them. And uh, I was pretty nervous, but uh, sure enough, I kind of went out there and um, knocked down the game-winning went field goal and had my team kind of picked me up there at half field and it was obviously a special moment so
3: hey Matt, did when when coaches take timeouts you know right before the kicker's going to kick there's 3 seconds to go when the opposing team takes a timeout does does that get i I don't think I've ever seen it work but does yeah. that did, does that get into a kicker's head or do you just go back and and reset and and, and just kind of go through your steps
1: yeah, you just kind of have to go back and reset. Um, that happened to me several times by my junior and senior year where coaches would always try to do that, and it never worked. So, um, Teach around. If they got time off to burn, that's fine, but uh I was always ready to go.
0: Well Coach Saban did that and it actually worked against him. You know, his kicker yep. came up short and Auburn ran it all the way back in for the touchdown to win right. it. You remember that? Yep. I do. Yep. Sparky remember that, you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, oh sure. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's key that still keeps him up at night. There is no doubt. Matt, when you when you um if you talk to high school age kickers, Yep. What's what's most important for these guys? Is it is it repetition? Is it mindset? Because as a kicker, you've got to have a short memory sometimes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of different parts. Um, obviously, the conditioning aspect is going to be very important. But honestly, the most important thing is if you have the talent there. It will come along, but you you got to get it right between the ears and. Um, Uh, I'm not sure, uh, different people kind of go different routes with how they like to train their mind psychologically. Um, I actually had a tape that I would listen to every night before the game that kind of take me through a visualization process. And that's kind of what got me mentally, um, prepped before each game. So that's something that I did. Um, so I definitely say between the ears is probably one of the most important things about kicking.
0: Yeah. Before you go out to kick, I've always looked over there and it seems like the kickers are always kind of off by themselves. So it's kind of like you're throwing a no hitter and nobody wants to come and talk to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have some knuckleheads on the team that want to come over and try to get you all jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> you're almost just usually like the like my roommate in college. There was a punter. He'd always kind of stand around me. So any guys that would try to walk over to me, he'd just kind of give them the hey, go away. Like let them get
3: mentally prepped. So. Uh-huh. I would have been that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey Matt. Hey Matt. How you doing? Hey, don't forget the wind is coming from left to right, Matt. Don't <laughs> yeah. forget. You know that kind of stuff. I would yeah, have been you, that you, guy. You kick
0: this one. We'll be taking it out for uh, yeah. outback. Steak, that's, okay?
3: it. <laughs> yeah, that's Make it. sure you don't miss it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't miss this I, one. I busted
0: yeah. my tail this whole game. You better not miss that shot.
3: <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's awesome. Hey, Matt, um, thank you so much. I, we really appreciate the hour that you've given us. Um, if anybody has interest uh, from this area, good uh, college or good high school football players have any interest, I would highly recommend go to the Liberty University football um, website. Go to that page. Look up Matt Bevins. Uh, The easy way to get a hold of him is you can email him, and I'm sure that he will respond back. Uh, Keep up the good work. Please say hi to your wife, Force, and uh, tell Dr. Ed Gomes that we say hello.
1: I will, absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me, and I really appreciate what you guys stand for and what you're doing over there. So it's fantastic
3: stuff. Mm, Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM.
2: Was
0: it
3: really amazing grace? Now i know. for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.